Okay, so I'm having a chat with Greg Byron, the stand-up poet, and Greg is performing at Buxton Fringe for us this year at the Green Man Gallery. Greg, welcome to the It's a Fringe, the Buxton Fringe podcast. Thanks very much. I'm looking forward to uh, being in Buxton. And where you uh, you're, where you're talking to us from? You're, you're quite far down south, I believe. I am. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm um between uh, Lewis and Hastings. Um, so uh, I was going to be driving up, so which is about five or six hour drive, until I sadly injured my back last weekend, so I am now getting the train. <laughs> An absolute trooper. You're guaranteed a warm welcome anyway, especially now people know you've made all this effort. So you're coming up to Buxton, you were telling me earlier, you, you've been to Buxton once and you were amazed that such a small seeming place uh, had, uh, had quite a big festival yeah, I am. I mean, I've I've done um, I've done the Edinburgh Fringe before, which of course everybody knows is huge. I mean, it's the biggest arts festival in the world. I've done Adelaide a few times in Australia. That's the biggest arts festival in the Southern Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. I've also done Brighton, which I think is the biggest in England. Uh, so um, I think what is it, the third biggest in the UK? I'm getting a bit lost now, but uh, I mean, I do remember Buxton as being a beautiful place. I was there last June for a completely different reason in fantastic weather. It has that market town feel though doesn't it it feels i mean it's a lovely little place I and mean, i was just surprised to find out i suppose that there are so many shows for the size of the fringe because there seems to be quite a lot on yeah there is there's uh oh about 200 events i seem to seem to recall i should know because i'm the entries coordinator when i'm not doing this but it's something <laughs> like that yeah and it and it's bouncing back as other fringes have done uh because everyone suffered a little bit over the past couple of years and it's come back really yeah. strongly Tell us a bit more about about stand up poet. Then it sounds like a cross between poetry and stand up. Would I be on very, the right lines? I'm very glad you said that because, well, um, I started doing this in in 2016, so not that long. I mean, I've always done, I've always been in the theatre and stuff before, but I decided I wanted to do spoken word at a certain point. Uh, I was looking for a solo show to do, and I thought I don't want to do a, a theatre show. I've done stories. I want to do short, sharp comments about stuff and some of that is sort of social commentary or you know even political observation some of it is very stupid some of it is very silly some of it's poignant but on a range of different topics so i thought right i'm gonna do spoken word and then i discovered that spoken word is um it's a very weird genre i mean there are people that are well known like Kay tempest or um luke wright for example or john cooper clark probably the most famous um but for a lot of people, they don't really know what it is. And and they sort of go, well, you know, what it, do you just read stuff or are you reading other people's stuff? What is it? And I thought, well, I do banter to the audience. You know, I talk about why I've written something or I'll share a joke or two. And I thought, well, stand-up poetry is sort of, it's the nearest, most accurate description of what I do. Uh, and so I have a whole range of different stuff. Uh, I have some 55-word stories, which was a, a challenge I picked up in America, which I've sort of run with. Um, so there's a whole range of different stuff. And it was just a, a way of trying to describe the light and shade of a particular performance, you know? John Cooper, Clark, Luke Wright, Kay Tempest. I mean, you've won me over with the, <laughs> with the, the, the names. Yeah, sadly, but, I'm not, sadly, I'm not any of them, but you get me anyway. So, you know, I'll do my best. You're Greg Byron. Let's yeah. add your name to that list. So um, 
you kindly agreed to give us one of your 55 word stories because I was like intrigued by this when I saw this in your description. How does a story work in 55 words? But uh, it's uh, an interesting way of writing something. It was uh, started by a San Francisco newspaper and they um, started running a competition for their readers to write a story in 55 words. And initially I thought, oh, 55 words or less. But no, it's exactly 50. That's what takes the time is it is exactly 55 words. So adjectives, nouns, prepositions, you know, uh, verbs, they've all got to fit. So it's just a great challenge. I mean, frankly, once we get to winter and you've got nothing to do but watch the rain, you could have a less uh, boring afternoon by trying to write one. But I'll give you the one here. This is, um, it doesn't have a name really, um, but it's about um, a sailor. Ribald, roaring drunk, bawdy songster, sighing lover and passionate grunter, sailor man Sam Trawler heaves his bulk to the port for a smoke and beer and regrets. For the night is young and he's time for one more. Then misses his footing on the gangplank and sinks to the sea floor without once leaving the harbour. Thank you. How poignant. The thing about a story that short, it just leaves you with quite a bit of thought. It leaves you with an impression and you think, OK. Yeah, it's like a little snapshot of something. And uh, quite often they end up with a with a twist, like a sort of uh, a murder mystery, I suppose. If you want to hear more 55 word stories and the other things from stand up poet Greg Byron, uh, the performances are in the Green Man Gallery. We have four performances. They're all in the evening, slightly different times. But um, in the description yeah. of this podcast, you can check out exactly when it is. It is starting this Thursday. Do you know your? Uh, do you know all your dates off the top of your head, Greg? Or shall I? I do. It's very. It's very simple. And um, yeah, July the sixth at uh, eight thirty, and then the seventh, eighth, and ninth at eight pm. Excellent. Witty, plain, silly, sometimes just poignant, cathartic, but always keeps you constantly engaged. Verses on life, the universe, and everything-ish. Absolutely fantastic. Well, we really look forward to seeing you up here. Greg, Greg, thank you very much for spending a bit of time. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks so much. Thinking about that warm glow you get from supporting a really worthwhile arts charity? For a really very modest donation, you can be one of our special friends, enjoying 10% reductions on tickets, first peek at the programme, and invitations to friends' events. But, of course, it's all about that warm glow. Our friends are an important source of support and safeguarding the future of the Fringe. Look for the Friends page on our website. And we're with the fabulous Eddie Hurst. Still, you never remember him. We nearly killed him last year because we had a heat wave. And he came on in a crazy space outfit. We nearly killed the guy. He's Thankfully, he's still alive. So why have you decided to come back? Are you expecting another heat wave? Finishing off the job. <laughs> Although we've had the heat wave about two weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah, I've heard there's another one. So yeah, I'm sure... Well, we've not had a soggy July for years. And now we've got one. So the Martians will be very excited to see how this pans out. Maybe the wet weather's going to be what, what actually tips them into victory. Who knows? What I'm interested in, I saw tonight that you've actually managed to get a load of Arts Council funding, which is amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for the new for the new show. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, it's uh, called, well, this, this version, the Work in Progress one, is the wonderful discovery of witches in the county of Eddie Hurst, which is a, a, a sort of a, a play on the title, the wonderful discovery of witches in the county of Lancashire. 
uh, which is at the 1612 Lancashire Witch Trials, and it's sort of about that. Um, and also the Venger Boys, obviously. That's uh, that's common bedfellows. So that's been that's been awarded some funding for some following this research and development. It's all very exciting. This is a very exciting part of it <laughs> okay. uh, for some uh, research and development stuff. And then uh, yeah, come, come back next year and see see how it see how it goes. Uh, with a slightly changed title, I suspect. So why did you decide? I ask everyone this. Why did you decide to come back to the uh, amazing, fantastic? Books and Festival Fringe and underground venues. Well, I had a great, I had such a good time last year, like doing the outdoor, the outdoor pavilion. Uh, why am I saying pavilion? Like, well, I've said it now. Uh, doing the outdoor pavilion was amazing, and it's such a nice, like, I love Buxton as a town, and there's a really nice vibe, I think, to the festival. There's audiences that want to see things that aren't big names all the time but there are other big names too um and there's there's lots of the audiences as well which is amazing like it's the perfect mix of uh of, of folks that want to see interesting new stuff and the venues that book those interesting things and also it's a nice town that uh even if you have a bad show you can just have a pleasant spa well it was my i, I compared the french sunday when you played the pavilion and it was my favorite moment because i was looking around and the French chair could see me looking around. He pointed at you, and you were running across the uh, <laughs> the field with your guitar. Nobody yeah. filmed it. It'd have been amazing. We could have had that on the French cover yeah. for next year. Yeah. You running over the field at the last minute with your guitar, which was rather good. Like, so I enjoyed that. What's your favourite colour? Oh, I, I like orange. I'm up for orange. Yeah, or orange is the fringe colour. That's amazing. Absolutely. Yes, uh, uh, definitely. Un oh my god, that that'd be so clean if I'd chose like. But I do like it. I think okay. it's good. It's it's like a fun red. <laughs> so <laughs> we should mention first. Give the full title of your fantastic show based on H. G. Wells' book called. Okay, yeah, it's Eddie Hurst comedy version of Jeff Wayne's musical version of H. G. Wells' literary version via Orson Welles' radio version and Steven Spielberg's film version of The War of the Worlds. So that sort of explains it, really. Anything else you want to add, Eddie? Come along, 9th of July, so this Friday, then I'm on the 13th on the Wednesday, and then I'm on the, I want to say 15th, but I think that's absolutely wrong. Uh, what we're seeing is a man checking, preparing for an interview by, oh no, I was right, it was 19th, 19th, alright, so yeah, come see all of them if you want, or not, that's fine too, just uh, be safe. Okay, very good, thank you very much, Eddie, and good luck with shows. Thank you, thanks for having me.